Shelton from Starting Over Podcast. This is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Riddle Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I have with me my cousin and good friend Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more box than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cop gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than sat the page. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Alderson. Welcome, ladies and gents, to episode 102 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me is Drew Alderson. And if you hear something in the background, that'd be Austin Smith back there. Yeah, I'm not telling you what I'm up to. He is working on his cosplay. I don't care if he wants to tell anybody what he's doing. He's working on his cosplay, which you will surely see pictures of in the near future. Especially if you follow me on Twitter, like all good fans do. For Indie Pop... Is it... What's this weekend? Indie PopCon. Indie PopCon, and then at Gen Con later. Yep. Uh, If everything goes well. Today... Well, let's just jinx me, why don't you, Hunter? Today, later, I should say tonight, it's pretty late here, we'll be joined by the Married with Clicks crew, and together we will all discuss the Avengers Roundtable resource. Now, I'm sure by this point, if you listen to other podcasts or YouTube channels or whatever, you've had it read to you and broken down for the most part, so you're like, well, why do I need to listen to it again? Because slow and steady wins the races, bitches. Well, for one, we're more entertaining than everybody else. But for two... Wow, dude, let's just burn all the bridges we made. (laughs) At least three times prettier. I didn't say we were better at what we do. I just said we're more entertaining. That's all. That's our our niche. That's that's all we got. That's the only thing we're good at. We've got to hold on to that. We're not good at analysis. We're not good at... You know? I don't even think we're good at hero clicks, to be honest, guys. What we will be doing is giving you tips on each part what are the best id cards for this what are the best id cards for that what figures do i want what what direction do i want to go when i build my team around this resource and i also will break down some rules questions that may come up as you go through this resource yeah heck after just discussing it a little bit we came up with a couple things so before we are joined by married with clicks we're going to take care of some housekeeping stuff so we're going to do news and mailbag um, before we join them, let's. There's only two official points of news. I do not want to go over all these Ultrons that we already have. I think that's really stupid. <laughs> there are that are already out. You mean? So what we're going to do instead is talk about the old Dick Grayson, the old Dick Bats. The, there's a there's a Dick OP kit coming, everybody. <clears throat> coming. Dick, Dick OP kit. Yep. Very soon. Did I hear that correctly? Yep. You heard correctly. Just double checking. You get yeah. a box full of dicks. The flying dicks. Box full of Straight to dicks. your door. So one told me there was a dick to my door delivery service. I would have been calling this every night. The variations we have are Agent 37, Nightwing, and Robin. They're saying, Hunter, who the hell is Agent 37? Uh, that's what Nightwing is currently called in the New 52. He has his own book called Dick Grayson. And it's not a bad book. I, I, it's okay. I haven't read it. It's not too bad. It's, I it's, don't read comics. It's one of the better ongoing DC books right now, but that's not saying too much. I've actually picked up a new comic I'm reading. What's that? Uh, the new Old Man Logan. The new, oh, the, the redo? from Battle the, 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 What's the, different about it? Uh, I don't think Hawk has any yet. 
Like, yeah. Which is, he's like one of the best parts of the original Old Man Logan. You know, it's a new, uh, good new book that just started that I think, obviously it's only been one issue, so things could change. Yeah. But to start out with, I think you and I would be in, in uh, agreement upon is the new Martian Manhunter. It reminds me a lot of Animal Man. It's kind of like... Really? It's kind of like out there. Is it written it's pretty, by... It's a little dark. No, it's not written by Jeff Lemire, although yeah. rumor is he's not even writing for DC anymore. He, I heard he's signing a big thing with Marvel, and I he's going to be that. Marvel only for a while. Mm. But anyways, um, I'll keep you posted on that. If it turns out to be really good, we'll, right. uh, we'll talk we'll about we'll it. We'll give it a shot. Anyway, Agent 37 has police team ability six range. Pretty good range for a Nightwing. In fact... All three of these have six range. Uh, Wait, all three of them? All three have six range. Six, uh, six, six, Nightwing confirmed Antichrist. <laughs> Agent 37 is the most expensive of the three figures. He has Batman family, martial artists, and spy keywords. A trait where he can use mind control, but only to target characters he has previously hit with attack. And that's not free action mind control, so really that trait's not nah, that good. Not... The other trait's pretty cool, though. It's called Disguise. At the beginning of the game, put a disguise token on this card. While there's disguise token on the card, he can only be targeted by opposing characters adjacent to him. So it's kind of better than uh, Batman team building. When Agent 37 makes an attack and actions resolve, remove the disguise token from the card. If he occupies a starting area or no opposing character can draw a line of fire to him, Give him a power action and place a disguise token on his card if there isn't one already. So you can get it back. And that's either starting area. That's yours or theirs. So pretty cool. Uh, other than that, he's just a very solid close combat attacker. Top dial, he's got Indom. Top dial, he's got charge and 11 attack with flurry and sidestep. No, nope, that's his movement ability. Oh, sorry, I read it wrong. Charge. <laughs> let's, try, let's try that again. Charge with a special attack power before making a ranged combat attack. Choose one. He can use Precision Strike for the attack, or you may draw a line of fire from an unoccupied square of clear terrain within range and line of fire to the target, uh, to target a single opposing character within his range. So you can kind of do the little battering type deal. Pretty cool. Uh, more spies are always good to me. Yeah, more spies. Uh, Mid-dial, he's got Plasticity end cap. And then the last two clicks is when he picks up the flurry and sidestep with poison, reflexes, and outwit. Which is... Outwit, sidestep, outwit. poison. He's yeah. really vicious down the aisle. Good combo. Pretty solid for the points overall. Yeah, Nothing meta, but pretty solid for he's your average, standard yeah. game. No, Nightwing dick bats meta 2014. You could run all three at a perfect 300 points. Oh, we're on to something here. And now here's us. here's a good piece, Hunter Smith. Drew, you want to talk about Nightwing? Yes. Let's talk about Nightwing. Uh, he's 100 points. He's got six range. We want to talk about him again. We were talking about Agent 37. Also. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot they were completely different people. Good through program. All <laughs> I think this one's my favorite. He's really good. Uh, he, he's got six range, two bolts. Uh, Batman Family, Batman Inc., Bloodhaven. <laughs> yep. Detective, martial artist, and police. Uh, he ignores hindering and elevated for movement. He, uh, he's he got a trait. Once per game, give him a free action to place a Tony Zuko bystander token in an adjacent square, as included with this card. Which is very strange to me. Very. Tony Zuko being the guy who kills his parents. Yep. Spoiler alert. The damn... <laughs> I think we all 
yeah. Well, Obviously, I didn't. Whatever. I would have yelled spoiler. So, what can Tony Zuko do? Uh, he's got combat reflexes with a 15 defense. He spawns BM. And he's got purpose support. Um, so, the power on the purpose support is called atonement. Yeah, I think signifying I, like he's trying to make up for what he did. Yeah, but if you read the comics, I've heard because this is based off the New Fifty Two Nightwing that yeah. happened before the current Dick Grayson book. He didn't really atone for what I don't know. It doesn't make any I sense. I don't know. It's very strange to have this guy bring in Tony, but whatever. The dial's solid. Maybe someone can clarify, but eh. But either way, you get you get a purpose support piece with nine attack support, which is pretty damn good. Not bad for free action. Uh. For you know, 100 points, it's pretty cool. Uh, he's got six clicks. Top dial, he's got uh, charge and flurry. Nightwing can target opposing characters with close combat attacks for regardless of elevation. Cool. Pretty cool. Maybe seeing leap climb phase out. Hopefully, I think we're all hoping for that. Yeah, we'd all we'd all like that. Uh, he's got uh, incap and a special defense ability. He can use combat reflexes and defend when he's the target of a ranged combat attack. He can use super senses. Oh my damn. Pretty damn nice. Pretty solid. He rolls on to some outwit, some close combat expert. He's got uh, a regen click for some reason. Uh, he's solid so overall. He's pretty fun. I think Jonah Hex has um, convinced me that carrying around your own pocket medic that you can pop out anytime is extremely useful. It's very. So Drew, I imagine it's pretty good. Would you say you like Dick? Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's average. This one's yeah, average. This one's average. So, fittingly, Austin, would you like to talk about the smallest dick here in this package? Yeah, uh, hold on. Let me put this down real quick. 75 point Rockton. Uh, we're looking at uh, Batman Ally Teen Titans, 75 points. Batman Family Detective, Gotham City, and Teen Titans. Um, he has ignores hindering terrain for movement, ignores elevated terrain for movement, um, as his improved movement. Uh, you're looking at top click, precision strike with a 10, uh, combat reflex is 17. Three damage, special damage power, and eight movement, special movement power. Um, he has two traits. Original Titan. When Robin's part of a Teen Titans theme team, he and adjacent friendly characters that can use the Teen Titans team ability may activate it as a free action. Hot diggity damn. I know, right? Um, his other is this team-based power, which isn't actually a trait. It's just marked on here like that. This team character may be given one additional free action when using the working together ability. Hot, Hot diggity damn. damn. And that I like that it works for both. I mean, oh yeah, this is this is a hell of a piece right here. Uh, movement ability, yeah. Hey, pop him off the base, and all of a sudden you're healing up your team base that has the Teen Titans team ability. It's a little cute. I'm digging it. Um, special movement power is the Boy Wonder. Robin can use sidestep, give him a move action, and if he ends his movement on a lower elevation from where he began, after action resolve, he may make a close combat attack as a free action. Seeing leap climbs phased out. Uh, Uh, Damage power is Titans together. Robin can use Empower and Leadership. When he uses Leadership, characters of the Teen Titans keyword are considered to have a lower point value. Hot diggity damn. Hot diggity damn. Gee, this character's a little good on a freaking team base, don't you think? Yeah, I took it back. I I like this one the best out of the 75 points. Uh, Bottom die are looking at sidestep, in cap, combat reflexes, and outwit. Um, There's not a click he's bad, honestly. He's good tie up on the last two with this. 16 Let's be honest here. This is another solid, solid OP kit from the funny folks. Solid, solid, solid dick. I do too, but uh, he, I'm kind of disappointed. In I, no, actually, I was I was proud. I had the opposite reaction. I was happy to see that. Are we the angel and devil under his shoulders? Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So let's get to the the main announcement here. What are you talking about? Huh? We know now what the set rotation is going to be for Modern Age. I don't like the fact that Drew won. 
I don't think any of us won. Did we? No, Drew, none of us won. We did closest without going over, and I think all all of us went over. Drew cut it off early. Like, no, I went to Deadpool. Oh, you went to? Oh, the, oh you went far. That's he right. He went the farthest out of any of us. Yeah, so we all lost. Yeah, we all Not thought with... we all thought that they would take away Wolverine, the X Men, um, up to maybe leaving Thor: Dark World in. Instead, they cut off the. Earliest, the sorry. Let's phrase it this way: the oldest modern age set will now be Wolverine and the X Men. Wrong. Fear itself. No, fear itself. No, fear itself's it. gone. Is it? Yeah, no. it's just listed in a weird spot. Is it? They separate it very weirdly here. So here's, it's because it's a um, OP kit set. Oh, they list okay. it at the bottom. So no man's land, fear itself are gone. Yeah. So if you got the easiest way to look at, it, I think is to go to HC Realms unit section and just use the little scroll bar. So if you look. We will be losing, so like I said, Wolverine the X-Men and Forward will be Modern Age. So we're losing Man of Steel, Teen Titans, Fear Itself, which is, uh, let's keep in mind, if Wolverine the X-Men would have gotten cut out, you'd lose almost all the team bases. Instead, you still have... Except Spider-Man and his friends. That's why I said almost all, and the AVX ones. Um, oh yeah, those are team bases, aren't they? Yeah, and the Avengers one's pretty solid. Uh, uh, you're, you're losing all the Teen Titans team bases... With Teen Titans, what else are we losing important out of Teen Titans, meta-wise? Not, Bunker. not a whole, not a whole lot. Uh, Fear itself, we're losing split lip. What's wrong with Bunker? Right? Fear itself, we're losing split lip in the book. Iron Man three, we're missing. Uh, nobody cares because Iron Man sucks. Uh, Amazing Spider Man, we're losing Brother Voodoo. Just keeping that. Brother Voodoo, yeah. add it to the book. <laughs> Shoot some Gotham. Nothing really. You forgot about Alyosha Craven. He deserves uh, Craven, yeah, that's true. Animal some... animal teams are taking a big hit I again. He deserves some respect. Ghost Rider's another big one that played a part in yeah. previous metas. Um, metas, pet, metas pet. Losing Batman and No Man's Land means we lose the utility belt, which hasn't been played a whole lot here recently. Um, that's about it. We really didn't lose a whole lot. Oh, well, losing M10 Iron Man finally, officially, he's gone. So, we didn't lose a whole lot. And I'm thinking maybe they leave Wolverine the X-Men in because they know it's going to be a long-ass time before they ever get to make X-Men again. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people were speculating. That was the, my initial thought as soon as they said that, he, that that was staying in. But uh, we will see. I kind of like it. It's okay. There's still That leaves tons of stuff in. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, age. honestly. Like. I thought they were going to cut more. Yeah, I was hoping Wolverine and the X-Men would at least be out. I mean, what do we lose with Wolverine and the X-Men that sees a lot of play? Hypothetically speaking. Um, Shatterstar. Be Shatterstar and Phantom X. Phantom X. Spiral. Spiral. Oh, Spiral's been seeing play again, that's right. Mm, I'm sure we're forgetting something obvious, but those are the three big ones that pop up in my Freaking mind. Super fans at home screaming at his monitor. You sons of bitches forgot. Forgot. Long shot. Leech. Leech was jazzed. I know he was in GSX, Drew. That was a long time ago. I know what set Leech was in. (laughs) So I know typically we would not be doing mailbag already in the podcast, but like I said, things are a little out of order today because we're joined by a special guest later. So we're going to do mailbag real quick. It's pretty empty because a lot of you guys send your things in on Friday and Saturday, and we are actually recording Thursday night. We do have one. From Jesse Robertson. So if you guys remember, last week we were talking about the that little solicit that showed the three colossals mm-hmm. that might be coming up. 
Oh yeah. Is we weren't the real names. Yeah. We weren't exactly sure what the hell they were. It's Flaming Monkey Guy. Okay, so Flaming Monkey Guy is a gorilla named Titano, I assume is how you pronounce it. The Luchador guy is called which I which I said looked like a big pumped up bane, but like on fire. It's uh, Flaming Bane. His name is Brimstone. And he says he believes that the new Toy Man created the composite robot in the Superman Batman comic from a long time ago. Yeah, they had them all listed in the HC Realms uh, evidence thread for Superman by real name. I can't remember them all though. Says, I loved your Age of Ultron sealed advice last week. My month one team was Vision, two Ultron drones at 30 points, and a 75 point She Hulk and Alexis. That does sound like a good combo. Oh, that's a damn good team. Vision with two Ultron drones. Sounds pretty good. So let me, let me, let me give you some Drew Alderson. Age of Ultron seal advice. Let me finish his, and then... then You're right, though. I did want to ask you how yours were going. Uh, He says, Three missed attacks, one being a critical miss. Against Quasar, sealed my fate, or else I would have went undefeated. What are you, Hunter? Those particular maps make my team very hard to deal with. My question, do the month one and two maps favor a team like that with Division or Black Panther more? Black Panther seemed to rule our tourney for month one. But I never came up against him, so I don't know how I would have attacked him on either map with all of these that blocking terrain. I think, in general, period, mm-hmm. Black Panther is the biggest counter in the whole set. Like He's, he, okay. You can't draw a line of fire to him. He's very solid close up. Me and Austin went over the pieces. There's very few, if any, that see through hindering, period. Yep. So, uh. I think he's... I think no matter what map he's on, it, if it's if it's sealed, he's going to do well. Um, I do agree with you, though, that the, the month one, two maps help him a ton. The, the month one maps are really good for him. So how was your sealed? Uh, okay, so let me tell you something. Let me give you a little bit of this Drew Alderson advice. Here we go. Don't play temples in this set. Because there's a lot of good pieces in... Um, a perfect example. Someone pulled the uh, Ultron Chase, the Phalanx one, I think. If they lost with that, I'm going to laugh at them. <laughs> they did lose with that. I'm going to laugh at them. It's this one. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'll it for you. Yeah. Anyway. So, his team was just um, the Ultron Phalanx at full 300 points. The A side or B side? Or uh, I guess it'd have to be the A side. The A side. Um, so... You might be saying, Drew, that's a hell of a good team. He's got 10 clicks of life for 300 points. He gets these two stupid stop clicks that are like... Yeah, we talked about how he'd be tough in a sealed format. But you got to play him like I a pulled... Pick. you got to play him very... Yeah, we said you have to play him very strategically and slowly and take full advantage of the ignoring hindering terrain on line of fire. You couldn't just rush him he out. He doesn't ignore hindering. He ignores elevated. Or, sorry, I meant to say elevated. Right. Um, he's good. He's very good. Um, but I pulled Quasar. Did you play him full or half? Half. Because Quasar starts with... Running shot, pulse wave? Running shot, pulse wave That's... with nine range and double bolts. Pulse wave's never good in sealed. Never. Especially against people who can't be drawn line of fire to and all that jazz. <laughs> Named Black Panther. <laughs> so I, I told him, I was like, you should play Black Panther. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. 
expecting my team to counter his and to win wholeheartedly and laugh all the way. You evil son of a bitch. <laughs> Once again, hi guys, I'm Austin. I'm supposedly the scumbag of this group. You still are the scumbag. Uh, my, my team was Quasar at half. Um, Black Knight, who, if you don't play Black Knight, you are terrible because he's fucking spectacular. Um, especially when you have someone to carry him around and get him up to there. Because um, he's got traded blades and steel energy. And when you kill something, and there's a lot of little point figures in the set. Especially if people are playing them drones. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets battle fury, battle fury and willpower. Which is very good. I mean, if I'm remembering correctly, he could cut through the drones on his top dial without even, yeah, without I mean, even having to roll blades. Because he has yeah. exploit. He has yep. exploit. Yep. He doesn't even need to... Cl- and they all have low defense for the most part. I mean, he needs a six at bet at most on most of them. Yeah. So Black Knight overall is probably one of my favorite pieces of the first. Uh... He was in our top four for uncommons. We did four on each, and I did include him. I think he was the number four, or he was up there. I so really was She Hulk. She Hulk's really good. She Hulk was up there. At Ultron the, eight nuts. Ultron eight in general is just fucking nuts. Um. And Iron Man and Hulk are both bad. Um, really? We like them. I don't like Hulk. And I'll tell you why. He's so easy to kill. And if he gets Banner, it's just even easier. Um, but it depends on what you pull, of course. You know, He can do a lot of damage. Well, I feel like even if he hits his... I feel like you'd have to play him well. Because yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, you rush him up and he gets onto his Banner click. He could get smashed. But even on his banner but, banner roll, he still you could perp up to an eighteen to yep. stay at eighteen, or sorry, it'd be a seventeen because you're negative two. Yep. But you'd still have that plus shape change and an outwit you could use defensively. Again, I think you have to play these pieces very yeah. very wisely. The I, Iron Man's b- pretty bad. Um, he's just a I don't know, man. He's just not very good. I like him. You do? He's... I don't think he's as good as Hulk, but I like him. Yeah, Tess one's uh, okay. Um, uh, but it was Quasar, Black Knight, and Alexis. Alexis. We like Alexis a lot for well, Sealed. She's nuts. Um, she's a good secondary attacker with a prob, and she's only 65 points. Prob, so, never good in Sealed. Never good. No, never. Never good. Um, but of course, Monica Chang is probably the best common. Yep, she was up there for us too. Yeah, um, but are they in Avengers AI? Anyway, so Wait, we didn't get a Doombot this wave. We got like all the Avengers AI characters, but Doombot. Maybe he'll be in Wave Two. Son of a bitch, he better be. I think we're only missing like four figures out of Wave Two that we don't know. There's a lot of good pieces in this set, um, but there's not a lot of pieces in this set. So <laughs> right, that's why I'm kind of. Like, I'm sad that we don't have enough AOU to do yeah. double boosters, but I'm kind of glad at the same time, because I think it will be fun to do one and one. I, yeah, I definitely don't mind, because um, I've already bought too much. I think it'll be cool to, to pair them up. But, uh, yeah, um, basically, overall, don't run tent poles, because if you're playing against someone who's playing, like, Black Panther or Quasar or, like, that Ultron's really good with his 13 attack, 6 damage stop clicks... But he can still die. 
We were just talking about basically you got to teleport them around the map, abuse the elevated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all you really. Well, need with to do. any tent pole, you have to play wisely. See, the the issue with tent poles is the thing about tent poles, Gerard, <laughs> is there's usually a dick behind them. Is that is that the players who shouldn't be playing them are the ones who gravitate towards playing them. Yeah. Do you get what I'm where I'm going yes. with this? The people who the people who end up wanting like, oh, this is an easy way to build my team. I don't really halfway know what I'm doing. Let's just play this piece yeah. that is my whole team and I'll just point and shoot. When in reality it actually is much harder to play a tent pole than it is a balanced team. It much, is. much harder to win it with it. It is. But anyways. Let's finish the mailbag up. Uh two on our Facebook account. Simon Lai? I don't know. We haven't had a message from this guy yet, so he hasn't correct yet corrected us on misspelling his name. So it's we're gonna like a tradition of We're gonna get away with it this week. Simon Lai. I have a question for your podcast. I teach English in South Korea, and unfortunately there is zero community for hero clicks here. This meant I was I left all but one hero clicks at my home in Canada. This, for me, was like being in Sophie's Choice and choosing among my many children. I ended up picking my Cosmo Super Rare from Guardian, uh, Galactic Guardians, which One I think... my favorite pieces. Actually, I think Cosmo was a rare, but anyway. My question is, if you had to pick one hero clicks to join you on a new adventure away from home, who would you pick? This is a great question. He says, thanks for helping me stay connected to clicks thousand miles, thousands, thousands of miles from the closest venue. So now we not only have a man in Japan, we have a man, man, man in South Korea. Uh, hmm, I like this question. I do too. I don't know what the answer is, though. I've got an attachment to one. Master maybe. Mold, maybe? What would yours be, Austin? So? I like my Hammer of Thor Ultron. It's just such a cool... It looks so good, and it's not that it's a great piece by any means. It just looks awesome, and I love Ultron so much. I have a question. Oh, no. Hmm. If I choose Beast Boy, do I get to bring no. all the Beast Boys? You only get to pick one, and it has to be Gordanian. No, if, if I have to choose Gordanian, it's not. No, that's not my answer. <laughs> that has to be your choice regardless. It, otherwise, I may go with the uh, the original Beast Boy. If from, Drew doesn't pick his saber tooth in a trench coat, I'm going to be mad at him. I was like, I yeah, thought, you have a custom saber tooth <laughs> in a trench coat. Uh, of course I would choose my saber tooth in a trench I coat. I might take my custom Hellboy I made, or... Or the Batman from the anniversary set, the one that looked that's based off the very first Batman cover where he's flying through the yeah. air and he's rescuing that guy. I think that's the coolest Batman sculpt. Still. It is. I might oh. go with that one. Michael Smith says, Hey, fellas, my name is Michael Smith. Well, hot damn. Surprise there. Big fan of the show. I'm currently working on launching a Kickstarter for a live head-to-head Heroclix game player plus team builder. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I would love to be a guest on the podcast and chat with you guys about clicks and get a shout-out for the Kickstarter. Well, Michael, consider this your shout-out for the Kickstarter. HD Realms would not let me post a thread, unfortunately, so I decided to start contacting the rest of the clicks community. I met one of the guys from Clicks TV at a rock. I bet it was that swagnito asshole. So we are talking about me getting on their podcast. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, I want to say something that is off the record in regards to it's not Dial H's general opinion. I hate HC Realms' freaking system for who can and can't advertise through them because they definitely favor specific members of the community. Because Ben 10, the guy who made Click's accessories, 
and we have all used his stuff. We've freaking or or we've plugged him here on the podcast a couple times. Really nice guy. We met him at Gen Con. Uh, they made him take his thread down that one time over that whole mess about people not being allowed to do that crap. But no, I I and another well, clicks app would be awesome. Let me go ahead and tell you the reason they did that is because they are going to be opening their own. Oh. thing that sells all that stuff. So it's direct competition. Yeah, but what does the app have to do with anything then? That I do not know. This I have no idea, but what you're talking about, yeah. I can guarantee. And yeah, but that was like two years ago. I don't know. Yeah. HC Realm's weird sometimes. I do not like the current Android app at all. It's okay, it just updates too slow. Mm-hmm. Like way too slow. See, I can speak for both uh, OS is because I used to have an, a droid. I used the same pro, uh, app that you're talking about. I liked it. Um, but like I said, it takes a long time to update. Now I have an iPhone I have for the last couple years. I use the Clicks app from Robot Ninja Zombies. I like it slightly better. I like the format a little bit better. Uh, the one on Droid does have better search options. It has that going for it. It has a lot of the like, one, little things you can sort by. The one thing I like on the Droid one is that when I go to add uh, accessories or resources or whatever, I just hit a plus next to somebody, mm-hmm. and it automatically applies it and all that crap. Uh, the on- But other than that, I like the iPhone one better. I think it's a little bit superior. But like you said, it does take a little while to, to update as, as much. But I think this one, whoever runs the one on iPhone, ten, tends to keep it updated slightly more often than the one on Android. Yeah. But both of them are pretty solid. Can't complain. For a game that, that really doesn't get played all that much in the grand scheme of the world, it's not like we're talking about a, a Magic the Gathering app or something. I think we have pretty good options on both, uh, both yeah. devices. So I'm looking forward to see what happens. Well, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to seeing what you get. When you get official news, we'll promote it for you again for your Kickstarter here, Michael. So just get back to us when you know more. All right, with that said, we're going to bring in Married with Clicks, and we are going to discuss the Avengers Roundtable, give you some advice on that, and then play a little bit of Bad Samaritan before we wrap up. Live from Canada, we have Married with Clicks. All the we're way. getting long distance charges for this, are we? Damn. Not on our internet, you're not. <laughs> they did. I did uh, accept a collect call at the beginning of this, Austin. I did, thought nothing of it until you just brought that up. Sneaky. Your, your dollar is so much better than ours. You've got to watch those sneaky Canadians. Uh, They're going to help us with the Avengers Roundtable. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about... I, I'm going to go through... Read the card to you guys, break down the mechanics as I go, and any rules questions that might come up just naturally as you're reading over these things. Things that you might think to yourself, I have already looked up any official rulings that have already been given. After all this, I could still only come up with two questions. Both of them, I, if I remember, even related to Jarvis, didn't even relate to specifically this. Uh, those haven't been answered yet, but when they do get answered, we'll put them, back, we'll put them on the next episode. So anyways, I have pretty much all the answers. So if you want to follow along, make it a little easier. If you have access, go to HC Realm's unit section. Go to the Age of Ultron set. And then scroll down to the very, very end to the Avengers Roundtable. And as we're discussing this, we're going to also keep in mind the actual dial of it. Because we're going to talk about the mechanics, how it works, and how good it is based on these these click numbers too we got to take all this into account when you look at a resource you can't just look at the card and what all it gives you hunter it gives me two combat values (laughs) you have to 
think about how it's going to play out in an actual game, and in the and then on top of that, in the actual meta game. Yeah. Uh, force construction. It costs five points. Up to six distinct cards can be attached by paying their point cost. So you have to. It doesn't say here, but they've said on on the forums. You obviously have to pay for at least one card. So the minimum cost is going to be ten points. The maximum is going to be thirty-five. If you play Jarvis, you will get three cards free. So you you could play the full point thing for basically twenty points. But you're also paying for Jarvis on your force on top of that. So it kind of offsets a little bit, but. It's three easy payments of 20 points. <laughs> Set up. ID cards are attached to the resource starting with slot one. Unlike, here's a rules question that popped up automatically. Unlike the power battery, you do not get to pick which numbers go in which slots. You have yep. to start with one and you have to keep going until you're out of cards. Uh, each ID slot with an attached ID card during force construction is called an active slot, even if the card has been removed. Clicking the dial. This is something important, and this is this part right here, when I went back and looked at everything, is the reason why this resource is not quite as borked as I thought it was going to turn out to be. When you remove an ID card from this resource, using its call-in help ability, you may roll a d6, turn the resource dial clockwise that many times. When a friendly character takes... Real quick, rules question. Can I re-roll that hunter? No, you cannot. Why? Because this is not a character, therefore you cannot target it with prop control. When a friendly character takes damage from an opposing character's attack, notice it says attack, so poison and mystics are not going to kick in. After actions resolve, turn this resource dial once clockwise and then turn it a second time if the damage assigned to that character was three or more. So, Hunter, what if I have a pog and it gets hit for three or more damage? Do I get to click it an extra time? Yes. It says damage assigned, which is also known, a.k.a. damage dealt, but not. it didn't say damage taken. Taken is how many times you actually click the dial. So if I roll my impervious, I still get to roll twice if you dealt three damage or you put three damage on me. Right. Ooh, um, awesome. This resources dial can't be clicked beyond 25, so it's not like Infinity Gauntlet where you have to worry about overshooting the gap there. It's going to stop as soon as you hit 25. You mean I can't add this to my power battery kill list? No. Mm. <laughs> um, another thing that's not listed here at all, but is common sense and then was verified by the rules, are, is that this is not considered assigned to your force at all. So none of your characters, oh, if you yeah. face M10 Iron Man, are going to have, like, M10 Iron Man's just going to sit there um, and be way overcosted. He, well, I shouldn't say way overcosted, but overcosted. Slightly overcosted. Um, and then last but not least, scoring. Each time an ID card is removed from this resource, your opponent scores that card. The base cost of this resource is scored if no ID cards are attached. This resource and any ID cards are scored if all friendly characters have been KO'd. Here's the thing. Let me, I, I want to find what I wrote here just so I make sure I say it right. Actually, I've got something I want to ask about the previous thing. When it isn't considered assigned to your force, that means it's immune to disintegration beam and stuff too. Correct. Right? Yep. Yeah, same thing. Gosh, I left about that a little. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, I was. So <laughs> I'm half I, It's one of the resources I haven't killed yet with it, and I won't be able to. On the scoring, my first initial thought was, well, if I'm playing it and I run out of cards while I'm playing it, does that mean I instantly lose it and the opponent scores it? No, they don't score it yet. You don't lose it. Mm-hmm. It's just at the end of the game, if it's empty, they score it. Now, 
It does not matter if that game ends through you getting wiped or through time. If time runs out and you guys are counting up points and your ID card, your um, resource is empty, they do score the five points for the resource on top of everything. They do get to score that if it's empty. So they don't have to wipe you. It ha- but it, So if it's empty, they're going to get it. Um, those are the two questions that, that came up as far as scoring. Does anybody have any questions regarding those four things? So since it's not assigned to my force, can disintegration beam destroy it? Yeah, moving on. <laughs> so it has three traits. <clears throat> the first one's pretty simple. I can help right now. You can use any attached ID card's call-in help ability. Now, I didn't see this asked. I just assumed it was common knowledge, and I'm going to go with it being common knowledge. It's going to work the same way as the card's call-in help abilities work, and it, which do specify this can only happen once a turn. So you're only going to be able to call in help once a turn, which really hurts this resource a lot because you, in my, this is just my opinion, may not be Drew's, Austin's, or Meredith Click's. No, this thing's broken. I think it takes too long to get going for metagame purposes, at least right now in the metagame. Um, it, it's going to take too long to get clicked through this thing. You're only going to be able to call in help once a turn. Each time you call in help, you will get to roll your thing. So, it's, I mean, it's really going to just depend on how well you roll, kind of like the Infinity Gauntlet to a point. But anyways, you're only going to be able to call in help once per turn. The second trait, I'm better suited for this foes. This, to me, is the best thing about the whole entire resource, even better than Avengers Assemble, almost. After revealing your force, but before placing characters in your starting area, you may replace a friendly character of your force with an ID character of equal or less points from your sideline. That character is no longer an ID character, and its ID card is removed from the resource. So that's automatic five points for your opponent. But you're getting to match the opponent. I mean, you're getting to see their team, mm-hmm. see the matchup. And then call in Iron Man. And then call in something that M10 craps on Iron Man. Hey, you've got a resource. All of a sudden, M10 Iron Man. I mean, that's one option right now, at least for, a, what, a month until it gets... Well, it's last week of June. Rotated so out. <laughs> it's almost done. So, yeah. seven days now from here? Yeah. So you got seven it. days, Austin. You got seven days. Get on it. Oh, man, that's just enough time to be a dick to everybody. But we'll get, you know, we'll get more into this um, when we get into the tactics side of things. But to me, at base value, that sounds like almost it's the best part damn, of this whole entire it's thing. It's pretty damn neat. Calling the reservist. Reservists? Reservist. I think I'm saying that right. Is the third trait. At the beginning of your turn, if a parachute symbol. That sounds familiar, guys. Utility belt, maybe. If a parachute crate symbol number is revealed and that ID slot is active and empty, you may place an ID card that was removed because you used its call and help ability into that slot. So note, if you used it because of better suited for these foes, you cannot refill it. Mm. It says if you used it due to call and help ability into that slot. If you do, turn this resource dial once. So refilling it lets you turn it. The bad thing about that, it's not on the dial enough. It's yep. only on there every three, four clicks. It's really weird. And mm-hmm. once per slot. And you gotta get lucky. You gotta get lucky or purposefully do it. Like I might at times choose not to roll my thing just so I could refill it, but that's not really worth it because I guess, it turns too slow in the first place. I guess if someone hit you for three and you Turn to the first one. No, that, that's what. That's exactly what I thought, Mister Drew Alderson. But then I looked back what? at the no, whole taking wrong. damage, turning. You have to. It doesn't give me an option when I take damage. It says 
You have to turn it? When a friendly character takes damage from an opposing character's attack, after actions resolve, turn this resource. Did not say main turn, like the oh. like the roller. Yeah, that's not going to work, so you got to take the thing out and you, you got to roll a one and then hope you take damage from an attack that's less than three to put the... See, this is ridiculous. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not dependable. Yeah. Like a lot of resources, it creates this thing where you want to hit an opponent's character once, see what their... Res- it's like a reverse, kind of. You want to hit their character, see what they land on, with a weaker character and then blast them or something of the sort to try to knock them to a weird weird spot as opposed to something they really want to be on. Yeah, this is one of those powers I keep looking at and just don't count on it ever happening. Pretty much. It's basically just a bonus. If it basically happens, it happens. Bell resupply. You can't plan for it, though. Uh, so that's it for the traits, and we have three special powers. These special powers... For the, if you look at the dial, like I said, we're, we're going to be focusing on the dial while we're doing this too. You have 25 clicks total. The first 14, so more than half of this dial, you're going to be on power number one. So in my mind, I'm putting a little bit of stock into playing around power number one, at least a little bit. Why would you do that? Honey? At the beginning, it's called lending moral support. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose a friendly character, roll a d6. Until your next turn, that character can use the inspiration of the ID card in that slot. Well, here's one thing to keep in mind. Inspiration versus inspire. Mm -hmm. You choose the character, and then you automatically apply the effect as if that card was next to them. So if you look at the card, let's look at Protector, for example. Since he's in the same slot, he'll be easy for you guys to pull up. Because he's in the Age of Ultron set. His inspiration... Can use probability control when targeted by an opposing character's attack. If you look down at Inspire, when a friendly character is adjacent, they can use the inspiration. So what the resource is letting you do is just automatically bypass give it. Yeah. Pretend he's next to him. So you're not saying character A is adjacent to character B, now character B can use. No, you're just automatically giving that ability to character A. So it's, pre- it's pretty solid. Yeah, the problem cool. is the randomness of the roll. Yep. Obviously. Well, like, if I'm thinking comparatively, like, I think back to, like, the power battery and randomly getting a construct through share a construct. Right. And, like, how often that has ever caused me, like, serious strategic advantage. And I can count that on one hand out of the dozen times I've played the damn thing. I agree. I almost have a finger I can count that on. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have... It's always, like, nurse or decoy. Number two... I can't get there, but I can advise. You're going to get this on clicks 15 through 24, so a big chunk of the dial, at least over a third. But this one's better. This one's good. At the beginning of your turn, choose an ID card attached to the resource you didn't choose last time. Until your next turn, friendly characters can use the inspiration. That's all friendly, Austin Smith. Yes, it is. Not just one. This is what you're. This to me is the. This, is this what should be it. what you think of as your end game. Yep. Because in most metagame situations, you ain't gonna get to three. You ain't getting to three. You're dead by then. But if you in get to game. three, <laughs> if you get to three, you win. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. For the most part. Um. Well, hold on. What's which is it? It's not greed. It's gluttony that has the ignores all damage but one, and he's seen some meta play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's gluttony. Don't make okay. me do work. There's a few figures that are being played that have that ignore all damage but one, and they have a couple clicks of it or five or six to eat, like a, a head pool and stuff like that. All of a sudden, if you're taking three damage consistently, I could see you going down dial with a team with something set up like that around it. 
But, we'll get into that. In yeah, time. we'll get into the story. I'm not saying this thing's useless. Yeah, you are. But I'm saying we thought it was going to be stupid good when we saw the cards, and I think it's actually pretty damn well balanced. Way more it's balanced. It's definitely than I balanced. It was be. Number three, at the beginning of your turn, give any number of friendly characters power actions. For each one given, remove an ID card. Attach to the resource, place its ID character adjacent to the character, given the action. Stop right here. According to the rules forums, each of these needs to resolve before you start the new one. So you're going to give one, place character, give two, place character, and each one is going to go specific. You can't just put three action tokens and then say, okay, this one, then let's put him there, let's put that. You have to resolve each one, just for any game effects that may come up while you're playing this resource. That has to resolve before each next one comes in. Um, also keep in mind, your opponent scores those cards that you're removing through this power. So that's an automatic five points per pop every time you do that. Not saying that's a huge deal, but just keep that in mind when you're trying to think about Trading this stuff. Trading a five-point card for a 370-point Because it was ruled that ID cards removed for any reason are scored. So that's mm-hmm. why when you do Better Suited or you do this, they still score five points. And that was one of our complaints about the um, power plant. Mm-hmm. For the that they time. don't, yeah. When you burn a ring, the opponent doesn't get the points. Yeah. The last sentence just says, and uh, this last sentence actually is a big one. This game, that character is no longer an ID character, can't ignore pushing damage, and returns to your sideline when it takes damage. That to me, kind of craps on this thing. It's like I worked this whole entire game to get this, mm-hmm. and then if I take poison. If I get incapped, I could have power cosmic. It doesn't matter. I can't ignore the pushing damage. And I'm automatically going to go to the sideline. I can no longer be used as an ID card because it says I'm no longer considered an ID character. My card's not going back, can't get refilled back in the base because the refilling power said it had to be used through call and help, not through Avengers Assemble. That's another thing to keep in mind. So, I don't know. I think they balanced it better than I thought they would, is yeah. my grand scheme. And I mean, oh, I'll get to it when we get to the in-depth discussion of it. Does anybody have any rules or mechanics questions? I do have one about the Avengers cards, period. The real, the real name and first name part, are we able to call them duos? No. Okay. And I thought we looked this up. We did look it up, but I just wanted to clarify because I know it came up for me and it's come up a few times on the rules forums. Yeah, duos are not allowed because they have two real names on there, and the real name name. has to match exactly. They actually don't have real names; they have qualifying names. Well, yeah, Yeah. sorry. On these, it's it does say qualifying, but and like replacing the other things you're going to be used to using this kind of mechanic for, like um, split and merge and that kind of stuff, usually use um, real name. Um, But Austin did look up the whole duo thing, and it said it was not allowed. Yeah, because all of a sudden that number three power becomes a little cooler when you're calling in Avengers Prime. <laughs> um, anybody else? Any rules or mechanics questions? Not so much a question as just an irk. Um, the call-in reservist is that the actual terminology of the power doesn't match the WES ruling on it. And that it says, like, at the beginning of the turn, if this click is revealed, put it like put the card back on now when they see like game terminology for hero clicks revealed 
is any time that you actually see that click, even if you go past it. Right. There are many powers, um, like the Trinity War Deathstorm, even if you go past that, um, his healing power, it was still revealed. Correct. Which bothers me because they've ruled that you actually have to be physically showing that um, number, the parachute power, to be able to call it in, which makes it really, really hard to restock uh, the round table, whereas that terminology should suggest that even, like, any time that you got past that click, as long as that pick was revealed in the past turn, at the beginning of your turn, you should be able to call in a reservist. Yeah. I, com- I, I completely agree, because when I initially looked at this a couple weeks ago, and I was going over preparing for this podcast and everything, I was like, this thing's pretty solid. I can refill it while I'm clicking through. I'll just, if I want to use this guy on turn one, you know, it says when it's re- when I go past it, I'll get to put that back in there. It's going to stay, the pacing's going to stay up. I'm going to always have cards in there. And then a couple days ago, when I was going in to look at all the official rulings, I saw exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, WizKids, compared to every other ruling you've ever Hold used. On. Hold on, Hunter. That doesn't things. make any sense, WizKids. Like, that's not the freaking tagline to our show. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I hope that maybe they go more in-depth with it at some point and say, well, our intent was that you would be able to refill it as you go. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I do agree with you, though, that they may, they need to make an official stance on the whole keyword reveal is revealed. I agree. It would also help it make it more viable in terms of actually right. wanting to play it. All right, so getting into tactics. I kind of I tried to stray away from it, but inevitably I did comment here and there on tactics and everything, but we're going to get more in-depth in tactics. Um, Jason, Amber, Drew, and Austin all have some advice for us. Married with Clicks crew are going to cover Better Suited. So for those listening at home, Better Suited is the trait that lets you, when you reveal your force, but before placing characters, uh, I just thought of another rules thing, I forgot. Uh, Copycat, Lydia, all that good stuff uh, is going to take place after this happens. Because this is after revealing your force, but this still is not start of game yet. So you're going to show each other your... Your figures, you're not, you haven't rolled off to see who's first. You haven't done anything when this kicks in. Um, anyways, you get to replace a friendly character on your force with an ID character of equal or less points from your sideline. So what we're gonna, what Married with Clicks is gonna do is give us the best figures. I told them to do top five, so it'd be five or so cards that you'll want to run specifically for this trait. What are some good options? What do you, what did you guys come up with? Um, so, uh, do you want me to do the rules thing, or did you want to do it? You did different rules. Okay. Um, so, just as an aside before we get into, like, the best characters for this, is that, uh, there's two things that come up during this better suited replacement thing at the beginning of the game. Um, a keyword team is determined at force construction. So, at any point past force construction, if you lose your access to your keywords or you lose a character that matches the keywords, you are still considered a keyword team. So this better suited is not going to change your theme team. Correct. However, it does occur before uh, initiative role is made. 
so that uh, initiative bonus that your theme team is getting may be dropped off by one depending on who you bring in. Good point. On top of that, that. keeping in track with the whole theme team thing, um, if you want to, you can think of it kind of in the way of like alter egos. Like I have a scientist theme. Uh, Well, this would be back in the old days when generics actually had uh, theme teams. But and I promote into Hulk, and now I no longer have a scientist theme. I still am considered a theme team, and I still can use theme team props. It's just the character that replaces cannot be given the token to use theme team props. So like Amber's saying, if you ran a Justice League team, and now you insert one of these Avengers, your team is still a Justice League theme team, and it still can use theme props, but you can't give the Avenger that you bring in the the token to use a theme team. And you're a dirty problem. universe mixer. That's right. That's the most important thing in this whole situation. <laughs> Ew, you got Avengers in my Justice League. Get it out. <laughs> sorry, continue. Um, no, sorry. Uh, so, really, for better suited, for me, it's just, it's Rick Jones. There's no situation where Rick Jones is not going to help you. Rick and that's Jones. it. That's my top five, it's just Rick Jones. He's pretty good. All right, there you go. Heard it here first. Yeah, he's versatile as hell. Go online and buy five Rick Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, just to, to double Amber's point, the first time I used the better suited ability ever was actually when my team was outnumbered, and Rick Jones adds that extra character to your team, as well as adds a 10 ring, mind controller, psychic blaster, TKer uh, to your team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely agree with Amber on Rick Jones being a good option when when the other team is looking big. <laughs> Just don't um, expect to get his bystander tokens. That's the beginning of the game. I, I think you would. No, you, know, you do. You yeah, would. The game game hasn't yeah, because yeah, because revealing yeah. forces is when you're gonna use the the um, revealing forces when you're gonna use better suited, and this kicks in to start a game. So yeah, you would get to use it. Really? Yep. Start a games after reveal forces. That's just like I'm saying. It's the same reason that Lydia would wouldn't happen until like that's the same point Lydia happens is at the beginning of the game I know it's very confusing (laughs) so okay yeah think of it this way Drew you walk up to the table what's the first thing you do this is the team I'm playing then you that's revealing down. forces that's revealing forces no I understand the process what I'm saying is that he's not actually in your force until I don't know. Just... But he's on the table at the beginning. But of the, the tra- game. but it's because the trait says at the beginning of the game, which is going to take place after revealing forces, after rolling for teams, after placing figures, all that stuff. Well, it's still not. Anyway. You know what they need to do? They need to put but in, then somewhere the... in the back of the rule book a little sheet that goes step by step what are considered the would steps. Would the token go away when you called it when he went out? What do you mean? Would his bystander Well, we're talking? saying when you use them. We're not saying when you use them for call and help. That oh. would be different. We're saying yeah, we're when you that's about... what I meant. No, <laughs> yeah. If you use them for call and help, you wouldn't get the bystander token. Sorry, yeah. we were talking about two different things. Rick Jones, you leave on there for that plus two defense versus range. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good one too. And that's another reason if, is if Rick Jones doesn't actually come into the game, his his uh, inspiration power is always a good thing to roll onto. Um, and then. Beyond that, I, I went a little deeper on the list. Uh, I, I saw Manifold as a good option specifically for bringing him into the game at the beginning. If you see a team that's going to uh, that's going to be standing back, uh, he adds that Shock the Turtle uh, speed to your team where he can, he can go forward with your entire team or go forward turn one, TK turn two to help you Alpha Strike that annoying 
high father or whatever is sticking in the starting area and walling up. Yeah, I can already say as someone who plays ranged heavy teams, if all of a sudden my opponent's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to throw a manifold on here, it would really throw a lot of wrenches in my gears. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the next two were more for the flexibility of the options. Uh, I said Iron Man and Ronin because when you think Ronin, the number of characters with real names that he has on this card, uh, well, it's going to drop in the modern age right now pretty soon, but um, you still have Hawkeye, you still have Echo. Um, and then we might see a new Blade and a new Moon Knight soon enough, fingers crossed on that, uh, as options that could that could help your team. So the card itself is very flexible without having to need other cards out there. He left out Red Guardian, and that really hurts my feelings as a fan of the Supreme Soviets. Red Guardian? <laughs> Alexei Sh- uh, Shostakov. Yeah. I don't think anybody but you recognized Alexi's name there. My feelings, all of them. Oh, come on, he's the guy, he's the whole reason we have a Black Widow. <laughs> he's the he's the red Captain America. I'll give you Yeah, that. I, I forgot to mention him mostly because the last one we saw was in the Cap set. Yeah, he's and not in at all. The next one we're going to see is in Cap Light, which is Nick Fury in Avengers of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh man, if we get Supreme Soviets in Nick Fury, I'll be so happy. It, it, it's going to be Cap 2.0, that yeah, set. Uh, and my last one again for flexibility is Iron Man because find me an Iron Man that isn't going to fit in your team. <laughs> exactly. There's always there's always some kind of Iron Man, and he he ranges in all point values from as low as seventy five to as high as almost three hundred. Yeah, we so. even have a all melee super strength charging based <laughs> Iron Man now. Yep. Exactly. He's great. What a strange world we live in. He's yeah. so good. Iron Man literally comes in all shapes and sizes. So. As far as using Iron Man, you just look at your team and say, okay, what is something that I might need later on to switch up with and switch to it? Uh, heck, you can even do it for a one-man army. I have a 300-point character. I switch to a 300-point Iron Man because this Iron Man is going to do better against your team. And that would be good <laughs> That would be good when you get to Avengers Assemble, too, yeah. to bring in the 300-point Iron Man. So. Yep. And the thing is, the Tony Stark card, in, or the Iron Man card in general, is already a solid card if you're just looking at the ignoring, hindering, and the plus one for ranged attacks. Oh, yeah. Like, you can get great use out of that even if you never end up having to swap him in. For Are those, uh, do they technically count as sideline figures, the people you have to bring in? Um, yeah. The... Yes, they do. Yeah. So you got to fill out an entire sheet of sideline figures if yeah, you're going to play. Yeah, it's going to take you an extra five minutes or so to fill out your sheets if you're playing. Pretty much just have five people for your round table and you then sh- ten Iron Man. You should and just- then at the beginning of the, turn of the round, just-, just be like, yeah, this one's assigned to that Iron Man. Oh, and- my off-the-table sideline, sideline. Yeah, you should just print Iron out a Man piece anyway of paper, like luck. a pamphlet, with all the figures you brought it's a on ne- your sideline. Necron- okay, so here's my options for Iron Man that I haven't yet chosen. Uh, and then I I guess I have the 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 next three fall under the same same as Iron Man and it's I know I've said top five but I can't pick a giveaway they're all good the the ones that they're giving away the Age of Ultron the Iron Man which I've already mentioned the Captain America the Hulk and the Thor their inspirations are amazing they come in all shapes and sizes now there's an 80 point Hulk in this game I mean (laughs) yeah that that that's a thing. As I mean, Austin granted, said, it comes with the downside of being banner every so often, but as Austin said, what a crazy world we live in. I know it's like we're in Bizarro world now. Yeah, what? that reminded me. I meant to preface this uh, strategy part at the beginning. I meant to say, if you guys want to follow along, go to HeroClicks.com and scroll about halfway down the page, and they put up last week a pretty good article that has 
pretty high quality versions of all the cards. So mm-hmm. it tells you when each of these cards comes out. We talked about it last week. It tells you when each card comes out. You can click on it and zoom in to see these inspiration effects we're talking about. So if you're following along at home, make sure you pull that But up. they didn't spoil the Nick Fury ones, which no. makes me happy. But no. they spoiled who's in them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's been spoiled for a while for anybody that pays attention to... I don't. <laughs> yeah, the, we Achievement Hunters, we looked at what's going to be in there already. <laughs> I think I've known for like four months now. Oh no, I was an Achievement Hunter in Xbox, and now I'm an Achievement Hunter in WizKids stuff. <laughs> it's happened, it's come full circle. And we also don't know who, what, Swordsman, Tigra, Sentry, and Captain Marvel are I'm just happy do. about there being a new Sentry. Sentry's going to rip Ares in half, we know that much. That's going to be his inspiration. That's going to be his inspiration. Automatically the If your opponent has an Ares card on their table, rip it you have to half. rip it in half. And he's a chase. <laughs> he's a chase. <laughs> Ultra chase. <laughs> don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. No, I'm sad again. Michael Clark Duncan's dead. What a stupid world we live in. <laughs> he's a sensitive guy. Anything else for better suited? Uh, as far as better suited, that's about all I had. Um, for just just for specifically for replacing characters on the board. Um, again, when you have it with the giveaways, with as many point value ranges as we have, with a fifty from a fifty point cap to a three hundred point Hulk, you have all the options in the world to choose from when you're building your team. So, uh, it, it's a really great selection of guys that they're just giving away for. Just showing up. Yeah, I'm glad that those are the ones they're giving out as uh, participation. Are they participation or are they? No, they're participation. Yeah. Participation. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next part, we're gonna go down to the third trait, call in the reservists. This is where at the beginning of your turn, if or sorry, wrong one. We're going to I can help, which is you may use any attached ID cards call in help ability. So these are going to be the cards and the figures in particular that we feel are good good call-ins. You're going to have some cards on your base on this on this resource that are just on there for their inspiration effect. Maybe they're a crappy figure, but they have a really stupid good inspiration effect. You may have a <laughs> you may have a card on there that's super. Uh, that you basically just have on there to bring in at the end of the... If you do hit Avengers Assemble, you're like, oh, I gotta have this guy on, on my team. But these are the figure, these are the, the figures and cards that you have on there specifically to call in help. So, And that also is going to be covered by Married With Clicks. So what are you guys' top five options for calling uh, for I Can Help? Help? Well, um... I can't. I gotta say it right away. Triathlon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. When you have both the option of the prime and the main character, the uh, the triathlon himself, he's he's so bloody good. Uh, the sixty point triathlon on his own is the one I use the most because charge, flurry, eleven attack, three damage. Um, for one turn, even if, even though it takes an action to bring him out, you get your action, your double actions worth out of him uh, as well. Uh, if you bring him out in the right position, you've got other guys that can take a close combat attack next to him at plus one attack. Uh, so his 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 inspiration and the character himself is is really really um, bursty. I'll say is the word I'll use. It's just a big burst of damage coming at your opponent, and it's very very awesome. As well, of course, the the hypersonicing um, 
3D man, uh, you bring him out uh, at a short range, uh, hypersonic, and then get him off the board so that he's no longer a liability um, is another option. Because when these guys, like, if the characters move uh, was outside of five squares of your opponent, um, they go away. Now, you don't score for that. <laughs> so when they go away, they're gone uh, like, a, like a fart in the wind, and he's no longer a liability that your opponent can score points on. Yeah, I was going to say, when he took the unavoidable at end of turn from pumping up his stats anyway, wouldn't he take the, uh, or wouldn't he disappear off the board too? Uh, the, only only at the end game as with the Avengers Assemble. Okay. Um, yeah, so Triathlon is the standout as far as bringing a character in. Uh, most actually, uh, Hellcat. Hellcat's another one that's really potent to bring in in close combat. Um, she's got, she gives, her inspiration gives plus to attack in close combat, which is... Book of Skulls level nuts. Which is, wait for it, hella good. Hella, hella cat good. <laughs> uh, and adjacent char- opposing characters can't use shape change. That sounds I, a little I, I could see some chase. I could see some definite cases with a uh, uh, four to six or three to six characters that are just yep. freaking nuts to hit. Yeah. So uh, take that shape change out as an option, and now. Even even your opposing um, your your adjacent characters with their plus two attack can now unfettered go in and attack them without worrying about that shape change because if, if you've got opponents like Amber or a lot of the people I play against shape change is obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you play the Battle Fury Hulks. Yeah, yeah. I've actually I, it's one of the things. Battle Fury got really good real quick when shape change became more common and mind control became more common. <laughs> yeah. Uh, incapacitate once the what's his name is out there. Um, Gravitron. What's Gravitron. He's out there? Yeah. Incapacitate is going to be out there in full force. So no, no incapacitate. <laughs> um, I didn't actually think too much on bringing bringing in characters to be brutally honest. Uh, and I covered a couple of them as far as the, the best in because I kind of went both ways. Right, triathlon again. Okay. Giveaways are great to bring in. <laughs> um, um, did Hazmat get a card? No. Hmm. No, kind of sad because no, if she did, that would be a great call in. <laughs> call in poison. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know, I don't think that would work. So Amber, I've, I mean, I watch you guys' videos a lot. I myself am a rules Nazi. You seem to be pretty good on rules too. In the video, Thunder's a Nazi. In in the video, the the very first video they did for Avengers, uh, it was just for the ID cards. It was before the resource came out, right? He's talking about using call and help, and he says that you could give X character. I think in the I think in the um, example it was like, oh hell, I don't remember. Anyways, he gives Falcon an action to bring out justice. He gives Falcon an action, brings out justice, and he says, "Now I can use justice leadership." And I'm like, "Hold the hell on! No, you can't, because you said give a power action to bring in justice. At that point, it's no longer beginning of turn." Therefore, you can no longer use leadership. Am I right or am I wrong? Nope, you are wrong. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Because, and it's very, very specific in this, is that the first line in call in help is at the beginning of your turn. Uh, you can use, um, sorry, let me just read it here. Um the beginning of a turn, you may activate one ID card per force. To activate an ID card, choose a friendly character that has no action tokens and is equal to more, equal to or more points than the ID character starting line. Give the chosen character a power action. 
Um, now, this is all happening at the beginning of your turn, which means that that power action actually isn't stopping the beginning of your turn. It's saying that it's allowing this power action to happen at the beginning of your turn, which lets you resolve anything else that happens at the beginning of your turn before you actually get into it. That makes no sense to me. All right. The other I thing, see. too, in the rule book, where it says the beginning of your turn happens until a non-free action occurs, yeah. unless the action otherwise states it can be done. The okay, the there you go, right there. Okay. That's what I need to hear. Uh, so far, there's been two or three effects that have done this before. The old uh, In Contact with Oracle feat, and there's a couple Lord of the Rings guys that give uh, actual non-free actions during the beginning of the They game. don't count. <laughs> Which is why everybody's freaking out about this, what? where it's yeah, like, yes, there's precedence for this in the game, but nobody cares about it. That's right. <laughs> Only Hunter plays Lord of the Rings. That's right. I know. I quit playing Lord of the Rings after Arwen or whoever it was. Oh, I see how it is. You're a fly-by-night Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, fan, you know, huh? there was that one tournament at Gen Con where... <laughs> you didn't have to fight two Arwens, Hunter. Yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> I did, did. It was terrible. I cried. I had to go through therapy. I'm still scared of the deep end. And of the I'm the bad guy in this. <laughs> oh, come on. She's better now. She got watch listed. <laughs> She is balanced now. Balanced. Well, anyways, <laughs> sorry. So let's get back to um, digging up. I can help. So we have so far we have triathlon and Hellcat, both good options. Yeah. Um, Captain America stands out because of all the options you have uh, and his ability. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I remember it just dropping my jaw when I saw what it did. Oh yeah, it's whenever you whenever a character hits with an attack, just hits. Uh, add an action to your action total. So I was thinking about the possibility of like Captain America comes into play next to Red Wolf, who has Flurry, while he's got Lobo on him, and then drop Lobo after flurrying and hitting a couple times. And you know I've got the free action drops the Lobo. Now taking three attacks, adding three actions to my action pool. The the original action to bring up the Captain America doesn't even matter at this point anymore. That is I, it's also important because one rules thing I forget to mention while I was reading the resource. Uh, all of these actions that you're giving, such as the call-in help, like you have to give a power action to character X to bring in character Y, that that counts towards your action total. So That's you right. are playing right. at a slight deficit already. So yeah. Cap's going to help you make up that deficit. Absolutely, and that's, that, that was one of the standouts about him. Uh, and then Thor, who adds six range to a guy, and I don't... I don't I, I don't know what Thor is coming out in the main set Age of Ultron because he's wave two. Uh, but I do know that the Fast Forces Thor is really good at either, I think it's 100 and 200. Um, I, I don't, don't quote me on those power or those point levels. Uh, 150 and 100. Yeah. There's a lot of 100 point Thors. Even the AVX one with Running Shot Pulse Wave uh, is, is good after, you know using the six range that he hands out and the additional target that he hands out. Now, the additional target won't do much for energy explosion, but it could help spread out the, uh, the direction of an energy explosion um, if you see multiple packs of opposing characters. Uh, and then... I got a question real quick. Yeah. Thor won't let you call in a medic Thor, would it? The old chaos. Donald Blake. No. Yeah, because it's not Donald Blake. It's yeah, Thor I think it's, it's Thor Odinson. Yeah, yeah Thor Odinson. I wasn't sure if Donald Blake had a real name on him or anything besides Donald Blake. Um, a, we can pull it up, but I don't think Realms keeps track of real no, names. No, it doesn't that far back. Not that far that, back. Yeah. That would be a real cool uh, 
real cool golden age trick. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, an eleven zero medic. Let's just go ahead and drag him in. Now, was it? It was the. Now, here's the thing: where you guys, where you get jealous of you guys down south, um, you guys get a chance at that Scott Lang, and we don't. Uh, we don't. What's that? We don't. But yeah, oh. continue. Okay. <laughs> we personally so, don't, unfortunately. Yeah. There, there's some stores down there that are getting it. And the Scott Lang uh, ID card gives um, tiny size. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Which you can sweet. really come in in a, in, in a pinch when you need a little bit of distance to draw some lines of fire, or when you may need to make it a little harder for your opponent to hit you, or when you need to get a guy carried out of there in a hurry. Uh, tiny size comes, comes through in a nutshell for that one. I didn't even think about that last one, actually. That's a really good strategic use of tiny size. Yep. Alright, so our best choices, or some of our best choices for I Can Help are Hellcat, Triathlon, Cap, Thor, and Ant-Man. Yeah. Alright, moving on, Drew is going to help us with Lending Morals. So this is the part of the resource that lets you pick an inspiration power. And this would also go for the, uh, actually both parts of the resource. It would go with... um, Let's see, it would go with number one and number two, basically. Yeah, since but I separated them because they, they are kind of important. Okay. Okay. So what are the best inspiration effects we have? Okay, so for your first ability that is focusing on single characters, um, like he said, Iron Man's is really good. Um, it lets a character ignore hindering terrain, and it gives plus one to a ranged attack. Solid. It's pretty solid. Um, also, I find Hulks to be really good. I don't think you're the only one who finds Hulks to be really good. Hush! <laughs> Grant's charge, and he can modify attack value plus, plus one when making a close combat attack. So, pretty... best, best thing about those two, we're getting them free. Yep, you get those free. Um, he mentioned triathlon. Really Super amazing. Gives plus one speed, plus one uh, when making a close combat attack, and plus one defense when uh, against close combat attacks. Damn. And he calls in triathlon. Who's sexy son of a gun? Sexy son of a bitch. I mean, he's wearing a full body suit. He is. Um, Rick Jones. Who? Rick Jones. Two eight one three three zero eight. Zero, zero, oh, hang on, I'm pulling him up here. <laughs> Did you just turn his ID number into a freaking, like, rap no. song? Awesome. Wow, uh, awesome. Look up no. Mike Jones when you get home, son. Um, <laughs> inspiration effect. Modify attack and damage values by plus one when making a ranged combat attack. Hot damn. It's pretty good. Okay. Wonder Man isn't out yet. Won't be for another month or two. But gives something good, and he's kind of he's amazing with the uh, the second ability too. Uh, use invincible. What? Really? He, Holy shit! Because giving my whole team power. invincible is going to be totally fair. Everybody on your team gets invincible. Okay, now we're going to get into the real shady shit that we're Wait, talking about. How is that not shady shit? Because he's not even a con Ellie. I've, I've read some of these. They're getting. There are some of them are pretty shady. <laughs> Shang Chi. Yeah, yep. I, I like Shang Chi. Best period. 
there's someone who's better, but we'll get into him. Um, I'm sure we will. He can use, you can use Precision Strike and you modify attack value by plus one when making a close combat attack. That is awesome. Yeah, because I, ne- I never want Precision Strike never. randomly out of the blue on Which anyone. surprisingly works against my next one, which is Spider-Man, who gives everybody super senses. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I've heard that's good. It's pretty good. Uh, who else we got to talk about? Jocasta. Where was she found? Uh, she is in uh, Age of Ultron. She's actually wave one, too. Yeah, she's okay. wave one. So she's out. trying to pull her out. I actually have her. There we uh, go. She got a card. She can use willpower, and adjacent opposing characters can't ignore pushing damage. Oh. She's pretty sick. That's a little good, especially if my whole team has it. Yes. <laughs> especially if your whole team... Zombie meta 2015 is back. <laughs> no, your zombies just rotate. No, I'll play the Black Lantern zombies. <laughs> I'm grouping these next two together because they kind of do the same thing, and they're kind of... It just depends on what you're playing against. Um... Machine Man and uh, Jessica Jones. Right. He said it! <laughs> Here's Machine Man. Uh, Machine Man can't use... Per- opposing characters can't use Perplex. Okay. Which is not really good against... This is probably another one that you use in the single, but um, it's really good. What uh, was the other one? Uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones. She's uh, wave two. Okay. There we go. Um, opposing characters can't use that wit. Which that one is actually, I think, better than the Perplex one. It is, but if you're going up against a Blue Lantern team and you sneak at your machine... Or Core. Having to deal with Sinestro Core yeah. Perplex is... This hell. is also true. Um, and now... We we come to the scummiest of the scum. I'm, I'm very interested, Drew. My ears are perking up. What's going on here? Ares. It's not Iron Man? Oh, yeah, Ares. Oh, dude, really Ares stupid. is my favorite. Ares is fucking stupid. You can use steel energy with close or ranged combat attacks. So imagine giving that to your entire team. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, stu- now, I just want to point out, we're, we're talking about the uh, lending moral support and uh, I can't get there, but I can advise. Like the power one and two? Yeah. On the, okay. Now, this works like the empowerment from the Book of the Skulls, and you actually have to choose the character that you're giving this power to. It's not being granted to your entire turn. Well, team. Number two. Number I'm talking two about does. number two. Number two does. Okay. Number one doesn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, so sorry, I was just making sure, because we were just like, oh, everybody on the team. I was like, wait, when did we stop talking about number one? <laughs> yeah, sorry. We didn't announce kind of just, like, melted it. Once the there. Drew train gets rolling, it's hard to keep it. We don't segue in the Drew train. We just freaking, like... Okay, so basically what I'm telling you is that <laughs> there aren't any bad ID card. cards. Honestly. <laughs> no, not there's for five like, points. No. There's like maybe one, and I'm going to say it's Vision. Cause it's, Vision? Yeah, I didn't care much for Visions either. He's probably... It's like phasing teleport, and you get like... Plus one movement or something like that? Hold yeah. On, or something. No, Avengers team ability and phasing. Oh, oh that's even worse. Count as one of my actions, though. Oh well. Wait, well, hold in on. In that case, hold on. Avengers team ability. I definitely rather have that in Invincible. You so if you're it. if you're looking for these Age of Ultron, you don't want Vision. Protector's good, I think. I don't remember. Is it like, what is it? Yeah, defend? Protector is good. Prop it's control one. Yeah, it's like defensive prop. Yeah, yeah, and it's then Doctor Strange is an offensive prop, so yep. that's also pretty good. But he's a. He's a Connelly. Darn, if only I had one. So I just ruled today, I just house ruled our venue today that con, print and play is legal for con-exclusive Avengers ID cards only for us, personally. That's nice. 
Yeah, because uh, they're they're actually not gonna. I think the price that. of them is gonna go down because it um, always does. Gen Con's yeah. rolling around, and they've announced that they're gonna do the same thing they did at Origins, which is put a Con LE and mm-hmm. then three ID cards yeah. on yeah. the table. So they'll probably go down. Um, and then last but not least, or at least nonsense case. Is Avengers Assemble? My feelings are hurt. <laughs> I saw that... this list and I was like, Austin just told chose shit. That was really cool. So, listeners, at the, if you're trying to keep up, Avengers Assemble is the part where it's at the, set. the very end of the dial, at the beginning of your turn, give any number of characters, friendly characters, power actions. For each one given, remove an ID card attached to this resource and place its ID character adjacent to the character given the action. This game, that character is no longer an ID character, can't ignore pushing, and returns to your sideline when it takes damage. Now, Hunter, where on the dial does it get this ability? Like I said, at the very end. Only for one, yeah, 25, so you stop there and that's it. That is the only click. You have to roll 25 total between all those and the damage taken and all that crap to get there. Mm-hmm. So you got to work your ass off to get here. Yep. And you might be losing. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna. You're losing. <laughs> you're probably losing. <laughs> you probably already lost. Um, Unless you're making some amazing impervious rolls. Yeah. Uh, the big thing about this is, uh, as I brought up earlier, if you're taking, if you're playing characters that ignore a lot of damage, like blobs or greed, uh, not greed, gluttony or any of those, like there's ways to abuse rolling down this dial like that. I think. Um, but I don't see this being a feasible thing you focus on all the time. It's a contingency backup plan you look at when it happens. You want to have one one of your six cards in reserve ready to call in some freaking doorbuster to get a, one good hit in that could bring you back in the game. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Buster, yeah, I'm assuming Hulkbuster is probably one of your choices. Uh, Hulkbuster is definitely on my list. Um not just for freaking how brutal he is, but the fact that, uh, oh man, he's just so good. Mm-hmm. You're looking at 300 points, uh, 12, the, I mean, we've been over him before. He picks up a super heavy and smacks you for eight damage to the face. Exploit. Yeah, exploit. So all you need is that one big hit. And then on top of that, the oh, other. Oh, just a heads up, eh? The Hulkbuster doesn't have a real name, and it is called Hulkbuster. It doesn't have a real name? No. Because oh. none of the movie ones did. Oh, that's true. Wrecked. No! <laughs> oh, no, we've all, been, we've all been telling lies. Why are you poking my, like, I'm freaking, like, gliding into the God, air in a I'm hot done. air balloon, and you're just freaking poking it, and now I'm just... Sorry. Stop. That's what I do! <laughs> this is my life, by the way. We need, I like we need her. To hire them. We need to hire them to just watch over our podcast. That's she wrong, she that's knows wrong. her priorities in ruining Austin's dreams, and I can, <laughs> I can appreciate that. There's there's a lot of 230 plus Iron Men that are really good. Uh, say, this doesn't discount the 270.1 from Avengers Assemble. That yeah. was amazing. No, Any that one. When I built uh, when I built the huge list of uh, figures, uh, I had like five Iron Men on there, and I was just like, "I'll just." I cut wonder why. Uh... Now, one of them that I know has the real name, uh, King Thor, is on the list. Um, yeah. Thor is already a versatile card you want to have in your retinue anyway, as we've been over. Um, King Thor is a monster. You drop him on the table, and you're looking at a freaking. Uh, I tried to look at figures that had a 19 defense or some sort of really good defensive capabilities because, once again, they take that one damage, they're, it kind of ruins it. So you, he can't ignore pushing damage, so the power cosmic's out the window, but he has 19 defense with prob and 8 range. 
So the vast majority of the time, he will be able to prob his opponents that yep. are shooting at him. So it keeps him on the table a little longer, and a 12-6 is just nuts. And then on top of that, he can leadership himself to knock out that action token. He's also got super strength to go oh, with yeah. that. Yeah, that too, in case you wanted to smack him for nine. By the way, he also gets an attack if you... Yeah, and yeah. He's just... He is the one that I would personally go for out of all of them. Thor is already a great card to begin with. Having a King Thor in your sideline doesn't cost you anything outside the cost of the figure. Also, no one believed me that, you know... Real cost. He's nuts. <laughs> yeah. No, I've had to play against him twice now, and I never want to play against him again. Incidentally, uh, the last figure I'm missing for an entire Avengers Assemble set. Sorry! God damn You have a Wolverine <laughs> vampire. You're, about, you're fine now. <laughs> yeah, King Thor... But King, King Thor looks way cooler than that other vampire. So we're going to get a I've Thor Prime so now? Don't, don't mess with Amber and her love of Wolverine. That's all I'm going to say about that. Say well, what, how does she feel about the fact we're never getting another Wolverine again? Happy, do you know how many I already own? <laughs> I think the count's up to 59, 57 with all of the promos. Every single Wolverine that's ever been clicked is upstairs in my bedroom. Sadly, there's going to be another Batman. Yeah. <laughs> eh. The Batman keep <laughs> Two in a Superman set, nonetheless. I know. Um, the big thing I did when I went over this list was... Uh, of course, since you get to call in any figure, there's no point restrictions. Uh, as long as you have the card and the real name matches up or whatever, yep. you can just go search Avengers 250 plus and take your pick out of there. Find one to throw in that sixth slot that either fits a niche in your team that's just going to blow your opponent out of the water. Um, I looked at even a Giant Man wasn't too bad. He's like a 400 point piece, 19 defense on top click. Um, Unfortunately, he doesn't have the Hank Pym last name. I know. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Even, and he, he can't even be brought in by the Hank Pym card. I didn't even think about that. I hate, <laughs> Rules lawyering the hell out of me. That's a, you know so what? you're going to show up and not be able to do it then? Yeah, I'm going to end up just not being able to do it. Uh, Hulk has some great options. Um, no, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely yeah, no. I'm going to guess that big point Hulks are great. <laughs> definitely no good Hulks ever. Um, and then naturally, he's always got a 19 defense, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, the Age of Ultron Hulk has a 19 defense top dial. Yep. And a 13 oh. attack. I'd actually rather bring in the uh, the one that can charge full. Like, uh, oh, yeah, that's the shotgun Hulk clear across the and map. 12. Hulk, the end one, right? Yeah. Well, another good thing is if you if you do happen to have a couple, two, three, three if this is a big points game, you have two, three people left alive at this point that you can bring in extra figures the one that's close the one that's within charge range you can bring out this hulk adjacent to him and then the one that's in the back you're like okay you you bring in iron man so he can shoot options options. that's a good point it's a game of gradius in here plethora of options so overall i think the resource is more balanced than we thought it was going to be uh, not quite as good as I thought it was going to be. I think right now, in general, obviously it's too early for us to really say anything like this, but I think the power batteries in general are slightly better Yeah, it, right now. It, it, in a world with power batteries, this sucks. In a world without power batteries, uh, and it's... In a world without power batteries, you're looking at this, Pandora's Box, and Rock of Eternity. You tell me which one's the best. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a little better than the other two, but like the other two, it takes a while to get going, and I think that's the issue with the metagame being all about Fast and Furious. I think by the time you get... Can you get, not say that? I get triggered by that term. By the time you get to the end, 
you've already lost in a 300-point format, I think. Now, in big points games, that's totally different. This may be one of the better big points resources in the entirety of Heroclix. Probably the best. Uh, if you think about by the time you get to the end, you're going to have, it's a big points game, you're going to have way more characters left alive to call in more Avengers. And that's just like an exponential growth on how many points you can bring in. And there's no real way to get but rid of it. But as far as the metagame, I just think it takes too long to get there. You have to rely on rolling high and on your call ins. But. In general, as far as, as tactics, the only thing we haven't really mentioned that I wanted to bring up is you want to have a mix of things. You don't want to have, oh, I'm going to bring these three in specifically for Avengers Assemble. I'm going to bring these three cards specifically for their inspiration effect. I think you you need to have a balance. You need, yeah. to, you need to have a balance of figures. You definitely have to have some call-in help abilities i say at least two um that you reliably know that every game i'm going to call these two figures in for call and help because without it you're not going to get to the rest of the dial in the first damn place <laughs> you're not going to get past these 14 clicks of call and help and i think it's one of those cases where you need to play off the strengths of what you're playing off of instead of trying to fill in gaps this thing is a versatility monster you can you have so many options and things to help out your team play off the fact it's versatile like it, it's what it's good at. Don't try to make it something it's not. And we brought up a lot of like the best. The this this is best for this is the best inspiration effect. This is the best Avengers Assemble. This is the best for better suited. Um, look at card. Look at at least one or two cards that are just really stupidly good overall. Like in my opinion, was Shang Chi. Yeah. I thought that Shang Chi is the most versatile thing in this whole entire set. He has a, one of the best inspiration effects. And you can bring No matter how, if you bring him in, let, say your opponent's running mostly close combat stuff. Okay, I'm going to bring in this 18 plus combat reflexes figure that if you miss me, I get extra free attacks and I have precision strike, close combat expert, and all this other crap. Um, it, and he also has, a, he's, he's pretty solid if you wanted to bring him in, in a, at Avengers Assembly. He's 90 points. You could do worse. Um, at least have one or two cards that are like that, that are just in general all around good, so that you have options when you when you come up against your opponent's team. You can make make choices. Thor is just great all around. I love him. Like that's a great card. Yeah. Any other input from anybody? Um, I I know you're probably not going to see my name in a top eight or top sixteen once uh, once the the shift of the med, the modern game goes around because I'm going to be playing this until I'm blind. Or until Amber breaks it and tells me to start winning again. <laughs> <laughs> I I figure we're gonna get a Justice League equivalent out of a Watchtower eventually. There's no way. Like it's just, too, it's it's a cool idea. I like it. I like the fact it's a slow resource. We'll probably get a Avengers some, Justice League something. I don't know though. We just got Trinity Sin. That's kind of New Fifty Two Justice League ish related. Yeah, but I mean, you think we get a resource in Superman Wonder Woman? Set? No, I don't think we will. They'll oh. do they'll do a DC OP kit after Age of Ultron. It'll be the following. Yeah, that's one, true. It's and it'll be guaranteed like, to be DC. Or I don't guess it's guaranteed, but yeah, we thought that, and then we got a book of Skulls Phoenix Force. Yeah, yeah, we could get two Avengers. Anyway, anywho, all right, let's move into some Bad Samaritan to wrap up tonight. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's getting late here. We, if you're following along at home, the way you play Bad Samaritan, 
is Austin has three modern age figures. We these are current modern age, not the new rotation yet. Uh, oh no, my pool's gonna get even smaller in a week. Gosh yeah, dang it's it. gonna make it slightly easier on us for at least a couple months. No more bad Samaritan and bad Samaritan. Um, that's true. <laughs> Maybe you have to rename the show? <laughs> no, he's... No, this is... They'll reprint Bad Samaritan in the next set. They'll always... He's gonna always be in modern. They will never, ever <laughs> reprint Bad Samaritan ever again. I'll put... I'll put $100 on it right now. When are we gonna cash this in, though? At the death of Hero Clicks? <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the death of Hero Clicks. Coming soon, you the will death put of Hero Clicks. You will put $100, they will never print another Bad Samaritan. $100 right now, they will never print another Bad You know I'm good for it. I, I, and I know you're probably right, too. <laughs> you mean how you ate those olives that one time? Yeah, Hunter. Uh, it's <laughs> not my fault. I'm not going to go buy the olives that I have to eat as losing my bet. Somebody has to bring them to me. <laughs> I'm not going to go buy it and make myself eat it. I wish we'd have brought them to your wedding like we planned on. Okay, so anyways, Bad Samaritan. <laughs> Austin has three modern age figures. We have, as a team, guess what they are. We will get three rounds of two clues, and Austin has to answer those questions for us. These are randomly generated using random.org, and they all relate to something about the figure on its opening click. So we get these clues. We each get one guess at each round. If we still don't guess correctly, then we lose. Austin wins. Which nobody wants. We will have, since we have four people today, we will have a grand total of 16... Let's see. Two. Four three, times three. Four times three. Carry the two. <laughs> divide by zero. Wait. <laughs> Damn it. It's 12. You can't I divided by zero. <laughs> this guy gets paid more than all of I us. I divided by zero. This is no. the... He works guesses. at a hospital. That's all I'm going to say. 12 guesses. I was, it was a joke. I don't... Christ's sake. <laughs> 12 guesses per figure. 36 guesses in total. So I think we can get these three figures. Although last time I said that, we failed the first one. All right. <laughs> Figure number one. You have to make up for our bad, bad showing in episode 100. So. We I have know. opening attack power and name of special power. Opening attack power and name of special power. No opening attack power. Jetwing. Jetwing. Uh, this is um, Batwing. It's not Batwing. Or, uh, the dude from, uh, wait, what was the power called? Jetwing. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's not him. It's a very similarly named power. <laughs> to be fair, there are a lot of characters that can have that power. Well, not a lot, but... Uh, so my guess is gone. Drew Alderson, any ideas? What'd you do? Well, okay, what? Jetwing is the special power? Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, no attack power. So we got... Meredith Clicks, any ideas? I go with Falcon from Winter Soldier. Not Falcon. Good guess, though. Um, who did I just recently do? Jetwing. Not Mirage. No. No. Uh, just think of somebody who gains flight, right? Because that's what that sounds like it would be. This character gains flight and act. Right. But it has to be on top click. So keep that yeah. in mind. Whatever he tells... Well, I take that back. The special power he tells us doesn't have to be on top of yeah. That's true. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with Reptile for now because it's just first guess. It's not a Reptile. All right. Okay. Round, do, do, do you want to guess? No. Or you just have absolutely no idea right now? 
Batman? It's All not right. Batman. Damn. Next, next clue. It we was have, a viable guess in this case, though. We have name of trait and set number. 208. 208. Gravity feed in the house. All right. Prepared for every situation. Are you sure it's not Batman? <laughs> All right. 208. Jet wing prepared for every situation. Well, I'm glad that we got the number because for a second there I was thinking maybe it was a vehicle, but we know it's not a vehicle with the number 208. Jetwing, he says. Prepared for every situation. I'm going to go with Iron Man. It's not Iron Man. All right. Rescue. It's not Rescue. Damn it. Ooh, I like that guess, though. Married with Clicks, any ideas? <laughs> Try harder to think. Don't look at me. I'm not going to give you the answer. I don't know the answer either. Look at your phones and the laptop. That's where you'll find the answer. <laughs> yeah, I actually asked Amber to close HC Realms before <laughs> he started. So tempting. It is. It is very tempting. If, if you could see the smirk on my face, you'd understand why it's even more tempting to these guys. I cheated one time on per- on purpose and never told Austin the whole entire what? thing. What? I, <laughs> I think Drew knew. You have defiled the sanctity of this honorable, honorable game. You mean the one where you picked that Samaritan? It was within the confines of the rules. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. you got to have something over there. Red Hood? It's not Red Hood. It would be something like Guardians of the Galaxy 016 Starhawk. Well, it's 208, so it can't be 016. Whatever, I don't care. It's still going to somehow be that. Was there a gravity feed for Yeah, there was a gravity feed for the main comic, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know who Jet was Wing. This Jetwing is throwing me off. I'll say a Robin. Why not? Robin. It's not a Robin. Good job narrowing it down, though, like. That knocks out like 30 figures. <laughs> Alright, roll the wheel. Spin the wheel. Right we need to build bed. a bad Samaritan wheel so we can hear it click. Da, 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 da. Point <laughs> value. Starting movement power. Opening movement power. Special movement power. 78 points. 78 <laughs> though, that's a little different. Number 208. Alright, let's go over the info we have. Number 208. 78 points. Jetwing move uh, special power, an opening movement power that is special. He did not have to specify whether that was Jetwing or not. I assume probably so. And then we had no attack power. No attack power on opening click. And that was it, right? Oh, the trait. What was the name of the trait? Prepared for every situation. Prepared for every situation. You would think it What's might... What's the guy from Alpha Flight that has hypersonic? <laughs> Guardian? Um... North Star? Well, North Star. Gar- there's a Guardian, too. North Star. But I don't know why it would be him. Jetwing doesn't make any sense. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I've lost, too. <laughs> I was thinking more of the Batman thing with the whole Jetwing and prepared for situations. And all I that. know. That's but where I'm, he wants us to go. Was it 208? Was that... Um, we, well, she Star-Lord? already... Star-Lord? It's not Star-Lord. Um, she guessed Robin already. There was a... If it's Red Robin, I'm going <laughs> to... I'll go Red Robin. It's not Red Wait, Robin. Wait, no, he's too... T- <laughs> <laughs> he's too many points. Down to you, Amber. I'm so. using Nebula. 
It's not Nebula. We lost. You ready for this? Deadpool 208 Silver Sable. Silver Sable gets wow. a power called Jetwing? Yeah, gives her energy shield running shot and flight on her first click. Stupid bitch. There it is. I never I liked her in Spider-Man. One was 100 points. Uh, people are not shit over there. It's not going well. God damn it! <laughs> this game. I love this game! We gotta change, we gotta change this garbage. <laughs> Alright, fine. We gotta redeem it's ourselves. Okay, the that's next his one, one's so okay? Numbers. This week, that's his one. Alright, figure number two. Opening defense power and name of special power. Uh, mystical energy is the special power. Energy shield deflection is the defense power. Well. Well, that narrows it down. <laughs> Doctor Strange. It's not Doctor Strange. <laughs> you knocked out like eight characters. I mean, come on, you gotta. When you have no options, at least you're going. For okay, it. so what was it again? Um, energy shield. The special movement is called Jetwing. And it has no attack power. <laughs> what? Special power is physical energy and opening defense power is energy shield. Damn it, don't help him. <laughs> Baron Mordo. He's not, on the team. Not Baron Mordo. Hey. <laughs> it's just that look that Drew's giving me right now. Say Wong. <laughs> is it Wong? It's not Wong. It's white. <laughs> You truly are Aaron Smith's brother. <laughs> Where do you think you got it from? <coughs> oh, bad puns all, all right, around. Alright, let's see. Who else guessed? Uh, I think Amber saw as a guess, right? Oh, um, I'm going to show go totally wild on this and say Shaman. It's not Shaman. Alright. Next round of clues, we have improved movement or targeting and generic keyword. Well, let's go ahead and guess mystical on the generic keyword. Or no. You are correct, and that's the only time you'll be correct tonight, buddy. <laughs> what is the, uh, any improved movement? Or no target? improved movement or target. Oh, shit. Well, if you keep guessing mystics, you might get through like one one-hundredth of them by the time you're done. <laughs> that round was about as bad as we possibly could. <laughs> really stupid... Fucking mystic characters. Hmm. We get the worst roles when we play this game. What was the exact name of the power again? The exact name of the power was Mystical Energy. He said Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can guess Doctor Strange again if you want, Drew. Don't be such a scumbag. You've got the advantage. <laughs> I have to press it while I have it. Just like I pressed... Never mind. Oh... <laughs> I'm text uh, my mom and tell her she just texted me. Felix, <laughs> yeah, she did. Who's talking shit about you? <laughs> Felix Faust. It's not Felix Faust. You would pick that though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put it past me. Special ability. Name one of these twenty. <laughs> Depends on the color. I assume, like, if I hit trade on him, I would have to literally read all twenty of those. <laughs> Felix Faust, God, Austin. <laughs> no, it was Dr. Strange. It's like a dick. <laughs> I know the difference. All right, so we already have Strange Wong, Strange Wong, <laughs> Felix <laughs> Faust, uh, Baron Mordo's out. What do we got? What, who is Sphinx. This? No, he doesn't have it. It's not Sphinx. Shield. He has Impervious. I'm counting that as his guess. 
I don't care. <laughs> no, he, that wasn't his guess. He guesses Wong again. I guess I guess Wong. <laughs> Is it Wong, Austin? Gosh dang it, I want to make another pun, but I'll be nice. Is it white? <laughs> no, it was, it was Wong this time. Oh, gotcha. We won't guess. We need some inspiration from Canada. That's why they guess shaman now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows who shaman is unless you're from Canada. <laughs> Damn Alpha Flight. <laughs> they took up half my Iron Man set. <laughs> I figured he'd lead more towards North Star, too. <laughs> Drew, are you Canadian at heart and you haven't told us about this treachery? Eh? <laughs> syrup in his teeth. I was about to say, he's over here drinking a cup of it right now. <laughs> Austin's crying. Oh, I can't take it. This is too <laughs> good. I'm going to take a wild guess, because maybe I might be right here. Scarlet Witch. It's not Scarlet Witch. Alright, there's another six characters gone. <laughs> We're narrowing it down. <laughs> brick by brick. Does everybody yeah. guess? It's going to end up being one of those characters where it's just like, this wasn't a mystical character. Well, it is a mystical lying. character because he's got mystical keywords. Yeah, I know, but... Try Dr. Druid. <laughs> That's not a mystical character. Oh, yeah. Joke's on you, it's Tony Stark. Like <laughs> <laughs> Batman. I don't think Dr. <laughs> Druid has any special... Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has that special pulse wave thing where he pops up somewhere. And he has energy shield top dial. That's like half the mystical characters in the world. I know, it's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, this is every other mystical character, like you said. Has everybody guessed so far? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay. Sure, we're gonna go with She's... Doctor Voodoo, not Brother Voodoo. Doctor Voodoo. It is neither Doctor Voodoo nor Brother Voodoo. Oh, okay. What a kind individual. I am a kind. Awesome. Story. I feel pity upon you, lowly wearer. Right, here's what we got. Obviously not Brother Voodoo. He has super senses. <laughs> last last power here or last ones. Oh, uh, we, we got named keyword and a free play. Let's get the named keyword first. Shit. <laughs> Legion of superheroes. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So, what do we want? Do we want set uh, set number? Well, because we know it's probably from. I I really don't want to do set because then if it's Superman Legion of superheroes, <laughs> I'm just gonna feel like an idiot. I feel like we'd rather have. Have either maybe rarity or set number. Let the guests pick, Hunter. Yeah, but they don't have the list in front of them. Oh, that's true. Rarity. You want? Would, do you want rarity or set number? What do you think? Rarity. Rarity. Super rare. Super rare. I'm going with Black Witch. It's not Black Witch. All right. Oh. I think that I think she has impervious top click. Hold oh. on. Before anybody guesses, let's go over what we got because this is our last guess. <laughs> Alright, we got energy shield, top dial, special power called what? Mystical energy. Mystical energy. The mystical keyword, the Legion of Superheroes yes. keyword. And that is it, right? Energy shield. Energy sh I think I said energy shield and a super rare. Right? Now, White Witch was a super rare. Um, what other super rares would... We've gotten that had... Was Emerald Empress a super rare? But she was super villains, not super oh, heroes. Okay. Emerald Empress was a rare. Yeah, she was a rare. But, um, so it's gotta be a, a Legion of Superheroes. Wait a minute. What if it's... 
I said Black Witch, and that was just a slip of the tongue. <laughs> Big Barda and Mr. Miracle? I don't think they have Energy Shield. And they wouldn't have Superman Legion. They wouldn't have Legion of Superheroes. Oh, yeah, keyword. that's true. It's got to be Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, they have, like, old gods or new gods. Telus doesn't have Telus has a special defense power. What if it's just regular White Witch? It is White Witch. That's, that's who I was going to get. <laughs> when he said Black Witch, I was like, I really hope you guys get off that whole page, because I will laugh so hard if you throw these As soon as you said Legion of Superheroes, uh, I, White It's funny, because I meant to say White Witch, but I, I lean towards the black side of the Hellfire Club already, so it's like, naturally, Black Witch came out of my mouth. It's like, shit, no, I meant White Witch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I could have had you guys there, but Legion of Superheroes threw that one so bad. We got lucky yeah. on that roll, because... Well, it was Legion of Superheroes and the Rarity, because there's yeah. also Glorith it was in special, the Rarity. Yeah. That could have gone another way. And it would have, you could have eaten, oh no, Emerald and Percent Villains, that's right. Alright, last figure, our chance to redeem our, or our chance to get the tiebreaker here. Uh, unfortunately, one of our clues is really crappy. Any special combat symbols and name a special power once again. Crystal Shield, no special combat symbols. Alright. Jennifer Hale. It's not Jennifer Hale. Good guess, though. Special power, crystal shield. Amethyst? Damn, yeah. What, what? It's the gravity feed amethyst, slosh 205. Damn! You're going to do something Damn. like this and totally redeem yourself. She's <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> Our daughter just started watching Gem, so it's a little stuck in my head. We're going to go watch that movie right after this. <laughs> Is that out already? I don't know. I don't keep track of that. <laughs> I'm going to bed right after this. That's what I'm doing. I'm going home to put more tape on this. Well, it's a good thing we had married with clicks. Otherwise, we may yeah. have gone down. Made asses of yourselves. We may have gone more down so than this usual. week, Drew. Yeah, that would have. Married with clicks helps us even out to a draw this month. Yay! And retribution for our terrible showing on episode <laughs> So, there are no winners here in June. There are no winners of Bad Samaritan. Everyone's a loser. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Unless you win, then you win. Yeah. But the, spot, the problem is even when we win, we lose. Because we still had to play. Exactly. It's like hanging out with me, too. It's like playing the lottery. The I evil win guy, the lottery every time. The evil guy in the shadows wins every time. Anyways, anywho. It's getting late here. We're getting tired. And, uh... Since we kind of went out of order this week, we actually are totally done. Really? Yes. So, those of you listeners who, for some reason, did not listen to episode 100, but are somehow listening to this episode... I, I bet, like, we have, like, five people that are doing that Make right sure now. you <laughs> go shit to them. YouTube and go to Married With Clicks' channel. They have a plethora of... Good word. Plethora. ...and variety of That's different... subpar word. ...hero clicks <laughs> topics covered there. Ranging anywhere from interviews to uh, meta, is it called MetaFix? Is that the one where Jason does the meta breakdown breakdowns? Yeah, yeah. Um, to rules breakdowns, um, yeah, all those, weekly matches against each other, a whole lot of stuff. All those rules breakdowns our listeners are constantly asking us for. Married with clicks already yeah. beat us to the punch. I quit doing those. <laughs> they were too much work, and I did not have time to do. But uh, you guys have, they have tons of videos, tons, tons, tons of videos, more than any other Heroclix-related uh, uh, YouTube channel at this point by far. 
So be sure to check them out. Very helpful and, like I said, a good source of weekly Heroclix content. If you just can't seem to get enough Heroclix in your life, head over there. Uh, thanks again, you guys, for being on and for, for being here on episode 102. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, thanks for having us with a good microphone this time. <laughs> you can actually hear us talk. Yeah, that was Bad Samaritan with what we were able to hear was pretty rough. Like, I went back and listened to it and I said, why did you guys even let our content on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't not include you guys on there. I had to have everybody on Hunter there, just didn't want to give up the Nomad guess. They did. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for my professor and I don't think you guys heard it. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, we, you could hear it. Did we? Maybe I can only hear all this stuff because I was there and I knew what was said. <laughs> but I thought you could hear it. I thought I thought it, it, to be honest, it turned out better than I thought it was going to. Like It sounded initially. worse in person in the final recording. Right, the recording, the mic actually picked it up better than I thought it was going to. But uh, in the end, it all worked out. I'm also and, deaf. Uh, At least there's something going on there. <laughs> it's nice to have you guys on again. We'll be sure if you want to, to join us uh, again in the future at some point in Anything we can ever help you guys with in the future, just let us know. We'll help you out. Want to watch our kids for a bit? <laughs> well, I'm not allowed within 50 feet of playgrounds. <laughs> I beat up a toddler once because he was looking at me wrong. He had a lazy eye, Austin. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't care if he had Down syndrome. That kid was getting butted. Shut up. I saw him hit you first. <laughs> classy, classy people. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is Hunter Smith signing off for the sexy as always, Drew Larson. Hey. Scumbag Austin Smith. Why does he get sexy and I get scumbag every time? Can't because you I'm the sexy here? one and you're the scumbag. What else is there? Gosh. And the, the two best clicks hosts from the great white north, Amber and Jason, thanks again for being here. Thanks for having us. Tune in next week.